0: Hey guys, what's going on? Andrew back here with another episode of the Buy Back Your Life Show. Today, we're talking about something that I just went through, like literally last week, I went through this and learned this. I wanted to share this with you because I think it is so important. And this kind of touches on the trigger rates and mortgages that I talked about last week on the episode. But this, this is just a crazy kind of thing that I didn't understand until now. And I'm glad I do because I want to share with people because I think other people out there may be thinking about this and just thinking, well, what can happen? What is this going to be? And we're talking about Variable mortgage rates and how they kind of set you up for failure in terms of having a variable rate mortgage right now. So we're going to do it in a sec. But if you guys want to check out my YouTube channel, where there's a lot of free content being pumped out daily, pretty much. Make sure you go to www.youtube.com/slash the at symbol andrew.ferguson. That's my YouTube handle or at Andrew Ferguson. There at Andrew on YouTube. So check it out there. Give it a subscribe. Give it a couple of likes if you get some value. And let's get into today's episode. So we're talking about mortgages. And when we talked about mortgages, I kind of give you guys the idea of the difference between a trigger rate and a trigger point. I talked about variable rate mortgages and fixed rate mortgages. Well, last week I went into the bank because I have a variable rate mortgage on one of my properties. And what I needed to do, I want to just kind of, I'm an options guy. I want to understand like what I can do, what I can't do. I'm a little bit of like pre-planning here because of interest rates increase kind of where they're going to go or where they might, they might go. I'm probably gonna hit my trigger rate on the mortgage. So full disclosure, it's with uh, one of the big five banks. And this bank, uh, what they ended up kind of bringing me in for was just kind of an update. So I can understand what could happen and what what my options were if that trigger point was hit with my mortgage. So to start the year, the mortgage was at like a 1.9% interest rate, which is amazing. Like it was like basically free money. It was like no debt at all coming out of the property. And a lot of my monthly mortgage payment was going to the principal, which is great. But as you know, with variable rate mortgages, as the interest rates rise with the Bank of Canada or in the States, the same thing, the federal rate, if the interest rates rise, the mortgage rate on a variable rate mortgage will rise as well. And what this means is that not the payment that changes, there are some like that, but the payment doesn't change most times. What changes is that the amount going to the uh, interest grows, right? Like we talked about, and the amount going to the principal goes uh, less. So last week I actually got to the point where my uh, mortgage payment was actually just barely covering all the interest. So like nothing was going to the principal, which is kind of getting to like the trigger, that's like where the trigger rate kind of hits. And it's, it's close, it's close to the trigger point where I'd have to make a change. And what I wanted to go and like learn from this bank was that what are my options for when I have to make that change if interest rates rise again and I hit that trigger trigger point where I have to make a decision. So I'm in the office and with the banker and what we're talking about is just all this stuff, what the options are. And here's what I didn't understand and what I'm so glad I understand now because it changes a lot of things for me. When you have a variable rate mortgage or any kind of mortgage uh, with, with that kind of, any mortgage in general, let's say, You generally have an option to kind of increase your monthly payments if you choose to do so. And for this particular product, I have the option of increasing my payments up to 20% of my original mortgage payment when I signed the contract for this kind of term. So if you're paying a thousand bucks a month for your mortgage, what that means is you can bump up the payments at any time without penalty to 1200 bucks a month, roughly. Okay. So just 20% on top of that, that's the max you can go up to without penalty and what I didn't understand was that I thought for some reason that as interest rates rise, right. I need to make more, more like increased payments. Then if they rise again, I'll have to increase my payments to understand, to like kind of pay off the interest and pay off a little bit of the principal, get my mortgage back in line. Cause if I don't do that and I'm only paying off the interest of my mortgage, the actual like time it takes to pay off the whole mortgage is going to kind of stay where it is. Or if it, if it's not enough to cover the interest, it's going to go backwards. And what's called the amortization usually it's 25 years, it's going to start to grow. It's going to go up in time, which you don't want. And the bank doesn't want that either. They want the assets to be paid down. They want the interest to cover that. So what the bank told me was that, yes, you can increase your payments by 20%, but even if rates continue to rise, that may not be enough or that won't be enough flat out to cover the monthly payments still. So I'd have to increase payments by 20% and put down a large cash deposit, like 50 grand or something in my case, to actually get my mortgage back in line and back on amortization, and so I asked them, well, why can't I just increase my payment more than twenty percent to kind of get back in line? And they said, no, you can't do that because that's like that's the way that the contract is written. So what they want to do, and what they like, what they want to do is kind of get you into a, a fixed year kind of contract and get you on a fixed rate mortgage where the the rates are super high right now and lock you in for four or five years, which is actually kind of the product that I was kind of offered when I was in the bank as a four or five year fixed. At like six six and a half percent and when interest rates come down the bank continues to make all that interest and you're going kind to of get screwed as a consumer so i didn't realize this is the way it worked and like in my mind i thought well interest rates are going up my payments are going up in terms of the amount that's going to the interest but i can just raise my payments and get back in line but that's not the case because you are maxed out at the 20 rule and i just i thought it was so interesting like that's how banks kind of get you and make money and this is totally like on me for not understand this before I signed the mortgage. Like, this is one thing that like, I didn't think I'd ever have to face, but I'm educa- educated about now and I understand how it works. I just want to kind of share how it works for you. So I'm not like blaming the bank for this. I'm just, it's interesting that this is the way it's set up because it's it's always set up for the bank to make money. And if they would allow me to kind of boost my, my payment more than 20%, I would do that and kind of keep my variable rate mortgage, but they're not gonna let me do that. So I have to kind of skirt around some other options what I want to do. I'm considering potentially if rates increase going to a, like a one-year fixed, or a two-year fix, just kind of have a short-term kind of higher rates because I don't think interest rates are going to be high for long. I don't see how they could be with the debt levels we have in Canada. Another topic for another, another time, but I just don't want to get locked into a long-term four or five-year kind of fixed rate mortgage with high interest rates above 6% where I think a lot of people are going to scramble and go to. I would rather go one-year fix or one-year variable potentially and sign a new kind of deal and kind of go through and just pay the lawyer fee to kind of get it renewed and, and do that and just eat the cost and just kind of roll it with it and just have that kind of one year deal until the mortgage rates hopefully go down. I can refinance again the year later, then I kind of renew my mortgage at hopefully lower rates. And that's kind of where I'm sitting right now in my mind, throwing the idea back and forth. But I didn't understand. Now I do that The kind of the 20% rule exists for my variable rate mortgage. So if you have a mortgage that is also kind of with a variable rate, make sure you understand that and make sure you understand how much you can actually bump up your payments by. If they will cover it, if they'll kind of make that kind of calculation work. And if you don't understand, make sure you reach out to your representative at your bank so they explain it to you. And if you guys have questions, I'm always happy to kind of listen and kind of float through ideas with you. So if you want to send me an email, feel free to do that. Andrew at tradingoptionsdaily.com. Um but yeah just I thought it was a super interesting kind of concept. And I I was kind of shocked at first. And I, I think the banker saw the look on my face and just was like well it's crap news. But yeah, like it's it, it just news to me. Like I now I understand the variables. I understand what I can and can't do. So for me, that's great. I have the information. I have different options. I'm also going through and talking to a mortgage broker to potentially kind of look at if I was to pull the mortgage out of the bank and go for somebody else, what are my options there? So you always have different options. Don't let the bank tell you that like, you have one thing you can do. There's always different ways you can go. It's kind of like what Harvey Specter says in suits. Like if someone puts a gun in your head, you have options. It's not just say yes and give in to them. It's take the gun and shoot them. Like there's, there's different ways to do it. Don't actually shoot somebody, but there's different ways to kind of respond in, in a situation where it might be a little bit high stress or kind of stressing you out. So just don't always think you have one option. Consider all options. Ask other people that are a little bit further ahead in the stage than you, that are a little bit more advanced and have the knowledge because there's different ways you can again handle the situations and make sure that it's the best decision for you, for your family and keep, keep you guys moving in the right financial direction. So that's it for this episode. I hope you guys got some value out of this. Keep listening to the pod, keep growing, keep working to buy back your life and I will catch you on the next one.